Hello everyone, welcome back to the Bye Podcast with Raven and Ree. It is our first episode of 2021, so we want to wish everyone a happy new year and hope happy that it was one to remember. Yay, first episode of 2021! First episode, but not our first episode in total. This is our eighth episode. Yes. Which will be a three-part series because today we will be talking about the phenomenon that is Midnight Sun. <laughs> oh, we've waited we waited. Wow. We have a a lot to get quite, to. Yes. Um, we do want to point out that if you have not read Midnight Sun, then you probably may not want to be watching this because this is going to be a spoiler-free. <laughs> a so. major spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you would like um, and you have not read Midnight Sun, go ahead. We have seven other episodes for you to check out. Um for your listening and viewing pleasures if you're on uh, YouTube. And then read Midnight Sun in between and then come back to these. Cause, uh, and if you don't care about spoilers and you're like, I'm probably not going to read it anytime soon and I want to know, then stick around. Stick around. <laughs> you, you'll get all the juicy details from us. Yes. Oh my gosh. And then we get to the infamous blood type scene. I love that. Well, it's kind of creepy, right? But he tells her, I followed her all day through other people's eyes, barely aware of my own surroundings. And uh, he said, not of, not from Mike's eyes because he couldn't stand his uh, offensive fantasies. So Mike is just a pig. <laughs> I know. I cannot. Like, this made me hate Mike even more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because it's just like, oh, how gross. Like, I just don't even know. Uh, he goes to class, but is this the part where they in this the, do they sit together in the cafeteria for the first time? Yes, because I think- then um because right after that oh <laughs> Emmett tells him he's in the cafeteria. Yeah um yeah and- what was it okay um yeah because he goes to a he goes to a seat that wasn't like yeah um, look yeah uh, he was sitting in a new place and. Rosalie called him an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jasper and gave then, him a half smile and thought good luck. Emmett rolled his eyes, shook his head, and said, lost his mind, poor kid. <laughs> and Alice is just, can I talk to Bella now? <laughs> and he's like, keep out of it. <laughs> and then she and said, like, don't forget about today's biology lab because they were they were doing the blood type, uh, the blood typing in biology which i never did and i was like i kind of wish that we did that in my biology class i know that that was a cool an interesting lab and then stephanie meyer actually did confirm that this blood type chapter was kind of based on an experience that happened to her where they actually did do like a blood typing lab and she fainted (laughs) yeah well oh that brings me um i saw this picture and it was like um bella Bella character description, like how her her physical appearance, and it was yes. describing everything. But it was a picture of Stephanie Meyer, and, and literally, literally everything is Stephanie Meyer, which I yeah. I understand because like characters Off. usually, yeah, are were- writers. Um, so he's waiting for Bella, and then I love this is she stared. She looked to she looked at the table where all the other colors were sitting, and then um. Then she didn't see him, and she looked to the fo- to the floor. But then he was like, "She looks so sad." And then um, Jessica oh. said, "Edward Cullen is staring at you again." I wonder why he's sitting alone today. And she found him, and he motioned with one finger for her to join me. And I was like, <laughs> "Like, oh my goodness, gone, deceased." I know. Like, I could just imagine him. Like, come here. Like. Oh, oh my god. And then Whatever. um I was even when I read Life and Death and they Edith does it, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> um So Jessica, does he mean you? Um, who else Jessica? And then she said maybe he needs help with biology. I'll go see what he wants. Um And she only has, I think, a lemonade bottle, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Doesn't Edward have pizza? Um, is food with him, or is this? A, oh, is this a different? Wait, time? no, no, no. This is a different time. Okay, so he, it, she doesn't have the lemonade yet. 
Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. Um, okay, yeah. This this comes that was after I think uh, Port yeah. Angeles. So then they have their first little cafeteria date, and um, he says that they, she thinks that the friends are angry at Edward for stealing her, and uh, <laughs> I love this part. He put she said they'll survive, and he says I may not give you back though. God, I can't deal I'm with like, Edward Cullen. I can't. What? Sorry, my like steam just pulled up. Oops. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh I can't. Gamers. This is another one of the parts where I just caught myself smiling and I was like, stop it. <laughs> I know. Um. Texting me. Yeah. And then she was surprised and she was like, what brought all this on? He was like, I got tired of trying to stay away from you, so I'm giving up. Oh, and this is her theories. Oh, yes. This is where she says the theories. So she says, um, where is it? Um, let's oh, what see. are your theories? It's on page 121. Uh, she, and she was too embarrassed. <laughs> oh, no, she has. Okay, so she had, does have a lemonade bottle, but I don't know if this was the bottle cap when he takes it um let's see that's page 123 is when she talks about like radioactive spiders and yeah. he's all like he's also like i also he's also like kryptonite doesn't bother me either oh wait he does take the okay he does take it in this he does take the bottle cap in this one. Oh, I'm what okay 125 um, oh, okay i'm right there it says i waited until she was gone and then i put the lid in my pocket so somewhere around here is when he kind of like there it is. Okay. 124. It says, I stretched my hand across the table, reaching for the lid to her lemonade bottle as an excuse. She did She did not flinch away from my sudden, suddenly closer hand. She was really not afraid of me. She was really not afraid of me. Not yet. And then um, 25 is when he know he says, I'll see you later. How he's not going to go to biology saying like, it's good to skip every once in a while. And yeah. then on his way to hit after she leaves, he puts the lid in his pocket. Yeah. And then this is when he starts hearing... Like, is she going to pass out? What do I do? And Mike is, like, with Bella. And then he goes and saves her. Uh, what's wrong? Is she hurt? So then, it was, she hadn't even poked herself. It was just seeing Someone everyone else. else's blood was, like, what the heck, right? Yeah. Um, I think she fainted. And then, <laughs> and then uh, he tells her, Bella, can you hear me? She says, no, go away. <laughs> Ed, and then Edward takes her, and Mike is so pissed. He was like, oh, I'll take her. And Mike says, no, I'm supposed to do it. Like, okay, what are we? Kindergarten here? Like, <laughs> excuse and me, then he just And then he just lifts her up like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. And um, she did not want, want him to carry her at all. And she was like, you look awful. <laughs> I think he had even said um, at some point that it was just odd that, like, she, she's not a vampire, but she's still, like, weak at the, like, the notion yeah. of blood or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's always one. I want to see where it says, um, it says it here somewhere where he was, oh. like. Oh, I think Miss Hammond was a little, one of the teachers was, like, a little gossipy because it's, like. He, she's all like, you can go back to class. And he's like, I'm supposed to stay with her. And she goes, hmm, I wonder. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, hmm, what's going on here? Um, oh, so that's when she tells him, like, you were right. And he was like, what do you, I usually am. And he was like, but what about? And she said, ditching is healthy. <laughs> um. He said, oh, the, he put staring in her mouth made me feel strange. Made me want to move closer to her, which is not a good idea. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, <laughs> she tells, he tells her, I thought Newton was dragging your dead body off to bury it in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh. goodness. And then, um, oh, and then Mike comes back because someone else passed out. And then... It says, oh, no, go out of the office, Bella, because it's all, like, the, like, the blood was still dripping down his hand, 
and then um she turned around but then it's all like she's like i smelt it and he's like what people can't smell blood and yes like, that's that's what it was yeah and it's like well it smells like rust and salts and he's all like is she human <laughs> yeah like, she was like was she really even human she looked human she felt as soft as human she acted human but she didn't think like a human or respond like one but i get what she means because i can smell blood oh my i God, can are we vampires Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Conspiracy opinion, allegedly. I know, right? <laughs> um. So then, yeah. So then she just uh, she they're in the nurse, and then Mike tells her, "Are you going to the beach this weekend? Are you going this weekend to the beach?" And then <laughs> Mike is so petty. He was like, "We're meeting at my dad's store at ten, and Cullen's not invited in his head." Oh my gosh. And then Mike's thoughts are just like terrible. He was like, what does she see in him? Sure, he's rich. Girls think he's hot, but I don't see that. Too perfect. Uh, Too, too perfect. I bet his, I bet his dad experimented with plastic surgery on all of them. Oh, oh my, my goodness. God. Mike's just an ass. He is an ass. I, Mike in the movie wasn't that bad. Mike yeah. in the book, don't lie. They, they definitely toned him down. No yeah. offense, Michael Wench. We love you. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Love him. Just not the character. Yeah. Um. Oh, and this is when he kind of like... Oh, she oh, didn't want to go to gym. And he was like, like, go sit down and look pale. <laughs> he's like, I got this. Uh Oh, and then he, he talks to Mrs. Cope. And, and her heart fluttered. Or her eyelashes <gasps> fluttered. Her, her heart sped up. And she told her, get a hold of yourself. I'm like... Mrs. Cope is like really about to catch a case. I know. I was all like, um, okay, honey, you need to sl- slow your roll. Let's let's stop it here. Like, oh my god, could you imagine what she would think around Carlisle? I know, right? <laughs> but at least Carlisle was of age. Of Edward age. is seventeen, She's of age. ma'am. <laughs> I know. Um, disgusting. So then they ended up going to his car, and this is where um. Because she gets out of the gym, and Bella's like, good, because I don't want to go to bit, go to gym. Um, and then she and then she invites him, right? On the visit where she invites him. Yes. But Emmett and him had plans to go hunting, because Edward was, like, already at the point where he was, like, needed to hunt. And, um, and she invited him, and he was like, oh, like, I don't think Mike would really, like, and like that. And she says, Mike Schmike. <laughs> um, and then she was walking to her truck, and then he was like, I don't think so. And uh they he ends up driving her home, and Alice takes her car later on. And she tells him, like, you're so pushy. Yeah, and then she's like, I can perfectly drive myself. And then he's like, please get in, Bella. And then um he's like, I could drag you back. But um, I think he, I, I think in that sense, she probably thought he was serious and could not hear the joke. Yeah. Um, and then back in his thoughts, oh, oh, and then he kind of like talks about the relationships between Rosalie Emmett, Alice and Jasper, and Carlisle and Esme, and how like they fell in love and like how mm-hmm. they are with each other. So it's like, yeah, Emma, Rosalie and Emmett, classic love as first sight, and we kind of see that when we get into that one chapter where we see a lot about Rosalie mm-hmm. and then it's like Alice and Jasper she waited 28 years for them to meet which wow dedication and then Carlisle and Esme it's like Esme had already been in love and uh with him but Carlisle was like uh and because you know she was she was 16 when they first met yeah and then and yeah and then it was 10 years later when they met again yeah so then yeah so he talks about a little bit of their like love all of them and then when they get into the car and claire de lune plays and then she was like um she put claire de lune and he put you know de (laughs) bussy Uh, and she was like not well my, but that her mom plays a lot of classical music and she only knows 
her favorites, and he said, it's one of my favorites, too. Um, and he was just trying to get her, like, smell, I guess, like, he just wanted to make sure that he, like, he had to, I know a lot of the things that he was doing, especially when he was in her room, was trying to make sure that he can, like, even be around her, you know? Um, then they're in the car, and he starts asking her questions. Um... This is where I found love with Bella. Yeah. On which part? Because it's like, um, let me see. Or was it this one? Shoot, no. Okay, it wasn't this car scene. I think it was the one where he picks her up to go to school that I fell in love with Bella because he's asking her questions. Oh, okay. Yeah, here he's just asking her, like, basic questions like, how old are you? And then, um... She also tells him, like, you don't seem much like a junior in high school yourself. And he was like, oh, no. And he changed the subject. And then he asked about Phil. that he's driving her home. And then, and then, I think at the, at some point they park and he's just, they're just talking. And she started asking him questions, too. The Cullen's yeah. doctor do yes. What happened to your parents? And he was like, they died a very long time ago. So he's giving her, like. The truth, but, like, a very altered version of the truth. Yeah. And um, she, yeah, so there, she's just asking him questions. And then, um, I think she had asked him again about this the weekend, like, going to the beach. And she oh, was yeah. like, then he told her they were going to go hiking. Um, and then he said, will you do something for me this weekend? And he, and she said... Um, yeah, she nodded. Uh, and he said, don't be offended, but you seem to be one of those people who just attract accidents like a magnet. So try not to fall into the ocean or get run over or anything. All right. Um, and he, in his head, he was thinking, run, Bella, run. I love you too much for you, for your good or mine. Oh, <sighs> my goodness. And then she gets off of the car and he drives away. The, uh, this is, I think, where he writes Bella's lullaby. Yeah. I cried in this chapter. <laughs> I cried a lot in this book, but this one, very much. Yeah. So, in this one, he he goes back to school, right? And then I think here he's probably... Um, oh, here he's, like, talking about imagining um, Bella with his arms wrapped around her body and feeling... Him pull her tightly against his chest and cupping his hand under her chin. <laughs> yeah. And he, he put like he was just and he just starts like imagining, and then um. But it's because what he started doing was that he was thinking there were these vision or these these thoughts that Jessica was having, and he um. And so he would he was replacing Bella in these memories or these thoughts that that Jessica was having. Yeah. Um, which Jessica, I mean Jessica, Jess. <laughs> Jessica. Okay, sis. That's a little, I mean. <laughs> um and then they get home. They yes. get home. And it's like Oh, before they get home, they all get into the car. And then, but they all caught her scent. And then, uh, I don't know who said it. I think it might have been, was it Emmett? Probably. Yeah, and he was like, hmm, she does have quite a flavor, doesn't she? Oh. I love how Emmett calls him kid. He's like, easy kid. Yeah, and they're like, Emmett's, Emmett's physically older than... But, and yeah, yeah, Emmett's physically older, because I think, um, when were they born? Edward. Edward was born in 1901 and died in 1918. And then Rosalie and Emmett, I think, were both born in 19, um, because she was, I think, because, like, she was she died. They both died in the 1930s. So Emmett's 20. Emmett's 20. He was born in 19... What year? 
He was turned in 1935, so he was... He was, he was born in 1915. Yeah. Yeah, so, em, so Emmett's, like, physically older, but Edward has, like, 10-plus years on him. Yeah. <laughs> of being a vampire. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they're in the car, and Rosalie notices it and was pissed. Also, yeah. I love how they're... Because they're always driving in the Volvo, right? The Volvo, yeah. I cannot imagine the five of them packing into this tiny ass car. I know, especially Emmett's big ass, like. I can imagine Emmett sitting in the middle, just like blocking. Them. <laughs> just, like, I mean, because um, Alice always gets the front seat, so. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so then they drive Bella's car back to her house. Um. They get home. Esme was upstairs. I was about to say she was upstairs sleeping, but no, she was not sleeping. She does not sleep. Um, Emmett and Jasper were playing chess. Alice was on the computer. And then what did Rosalie... Oh, Rosalie was going through the TV. But then she decided to go work on her car. Yeah, and then Edward sat down at his at his piano and started playing. And that as it brought Esme so much joy, and yeah, then she he, was like, "A new song. It's been so long. What a lovely tune!" And Ed, Rosalie was like, "Edward's composing again." And she knew she knew that it was Bella that had inspired him because he hadn't composed in a while. Is it? Oh, this is a moment that that Rosalie let her like why she was kind of mad about Edward slip. Um, yeah. And it was, it was, well, he doesn't, oh, because they said with Rosalie was always vanity. So it was kind of a little thing about, um, like, how could he not want her when she was this beautiful vampire, but he was like falling for this not as beautiful to her human. Yeah. That was like the initial, like the, like a part of it, right? And she was like, if you say one word, I will put you down like a dog. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then, then he's just playing this song. And then Esme asked him if it has a name. And when, when, when I read that, I was like, it's Bella's lullaby. <laughs> he was like, it's a lullaby, I suppose. Oh, my goodness. And then, um, yeah, so he's just here. She, Esme was singing along like, oh, my goodness. I literally was playing this song. Like, as soon as I realized what was happening, got the headphones, started playing, and then <laughs> cried. Um, so, yeah, this is just where his family... I think in this moment, they're just being really supportive toward, to him. Oh, and then Esme told him, if she's a bright girl, oh, she'll have to love you back if she's a bright girl. But I can't imagine anyone being so slow they wouldn't see the catch you are. He's like, stop it, Mom. You're making me blush. <laughs> and he said sorry mom I literally I was like oh. I was like now call Carlisle dad I know he always just calls him Carlisle basically they're just having like beautiful um family time and this is when Edward kind of lets it slip that Rosalie was offended that she, she found some insignificant human more appealing than her um oh. which is like come on but see, this is remember we talked about how like she always made Rosalie kind of like the this like bad guy, and I yeah, I that's the one thing is I I mean, I mean I still get people in my comments sometimes saying like Rosalie is such a bitch, and like same with Leah, and I'm like um no, I mean you she was made to look like that because it's like but Rose there's so much to Rosalie. Yeah, this is also the chapter where um, um, where Alice tells them that they have two friends coming to visit, Peter and Charlotte, and Edward oh, is getting yeah. super defensive. Edward's like, like, no, like, and then that's when uh, Alice tells him, like, it's okay, like, they're coming one day morning, no one's gonna hurt Bella, Edward, Emmett and them leave, or Emmett and Edward leave to go yeah. hunting. Because, yeah, they were gonna leave oh, in the morning. I think... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Esme asks him to play the song for her when we're done. And he does. Aww. Oh my goodness. I can't. 
And then it's like Esme and Alice exchanged a glance, but neither one asked. So it's like they kind of know who it's about. Yeah. But they're 100%. not going to say anything. And then the, then it shows them hunting a little bit. And Edward uh, is describing their hunting. And then he gets, uh, I think he gets blood on his shirt or something. And then <laughs> Emmett's like, oh, hell, Rose gave me this shirt. <laughs> Emmett is such an icon. Oh, no, no, no. The, the bear cut his shirt and he was like, dang it. Like, Rose is going to be pissed. <laughs> And they're just having fun. I love that they have him fighting a bear. Literally. And could you imagine this being adapted into, like, a, a show or something? And we just see, like, come on, give me what you got. I know. Oh, so then I think Edward, like, wants to go back. And he was like, oh, well, Peter and Charlotte know how to behave themselves because of these two friends that come over. Um, yeah. And then he was like, I'm going back Sunday. And Emmett was like, exactly like a crazy person. You're a crazy <laughs> person. <laughs> so he went back basically to uh, watch Bella again. <laughs> um, that is so funny that he brought something to grease the, the window. Oh my God, I swear. <laughs> I brought oil to grease the mechanism entirely surrendering to that particular devil and the, and the window now moves silently out of my way. What the <laughs> hell is wrong with it? He was like, oh, it's quick. I mean, at least he's like, like fixing her house. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just paint the roof while you're at it? I know, like, like fix some floorboards. I don't know. Um... And then it says that she had her hands folded up under her cheek like a smudge. So she was sleeping like this. Like, oh, that's <laughs> how cute. <laughs> or like, or she was like this. I love that. Oh my gosh. And basically they were just, you know, um, she, oh, she had already, um, is, she had already at this point already gone to La Push. Yeah. So this is where she has the dream about about Edward like like hiking at where because they went hiking or whatever and seeing Edward and but like never being able to get to him or something like that mm-hmm. um and then she started sleep talking again Bella's Bella's like the biggest sleep talker I know. and um she started talking to her mom she's like no let me please and then this is so funny she said yes yes and said ugh it's too green <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the sheer, like, disappointment. I know, that is just too green. Um, and then I think he started thinking about what happened at La Push, and he was like, oh, that there was uh, little scrapes on her palm. And, so he um, knew that she did fall. And she fell, yeah. And he was like, oh, well, of course she would have, like, fallen, like, duh. And uh, he was like, I wonder if she had fallen in the ocean. I wonder if she had a pleasant time in the outing. He was just wondering, like, how her day was and tried to picture the sun on uh, her and the sun on the beach, which it was not a very sunny day, right? Yeah. Yeah, it rained. <laughs> so, uh, and Edward, obviously, Edward cannot go to La Push. So that's, another, like, one of the main reasons he said he could not go. Um but while that while this was happening at um uh, at the beach, Bella pulled information from Jacob, um, who uh, where she basically tried to like find out what um Edward was, which by the way is breaking the treaty. Yeah. Because but, but he I didn't mean, know. He didn't know. He didn't believe it. Yeah. So, um, so <laughs> when Edward finds out later, like that what happened, he was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like this kid, but they don't even be- like the the younger kids don't even believe that this is even like real, you know? Yeah, they just think their parents are like paranoid. Yeah. And he even wondered um, if Bella had ran into maybe one of them, and he was like, "Well, they could tell her nothing, right?" But he did say, like, one of those aging sages. Um, and I was like, well, she ran into one of the younger ones. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, 
Oh well. And then um And I think that and I think I think when it's revealed in this because I think he does get really pissed off that like Jacob had said something, but then he like thought back, wait a moment, he doesn't believe, so he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. And then um then what he ends up doing is leaves her window um and ends up like finding her scent along the around the pathways and oh yeah he followed her trail and she was like what is she doing like and then it just stopped in the middle of nowhere so she had just gone a few steps into the like the trees um and he like was like well like just trying to imagine like what she would be doing there yeah um and he was like why would bella have come to sit here alone and she had been alone no doubt about that in the middle of the wet murky forest maybe that's why she was like uh too green (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in her dream. Um, and then he was like, I could hardly bring this up in a casual conversation. So he knew that what he was doing was a little crazy because he was like, so Bella, I was following your scent through the woods after I left your room. Just a minor breaking and entering. No need for worry. I was exterminating spiders. I cannot with him. <laughs> so he just knows that it's just not. He knows how creepy it is. It's creepy. Okay, so then we get um to chapter eight, and it's called Ghost. Yeah, and this is a short one. Yeah. So let's. Oh yeah, super short. Um, basically, he just talked. Uh, we see that uh he says that he didn't really see a lot of Jasper's guests. Um, he doesn't like Mike. Does not like Mike. Does not uh, like Mike. At all, does oh. not. <laughs> Oh, this um, is um this was the chapter where in Twilight it was a sunny day and so after school Bella like went out and was reading he he watches from the trees, I think, her reading Sense and yes. Sensibility. Oh, and then she falls asleep on the on the grass. Yeah. And then Oh, does Mike asks her out again, right? Um, I did um yeah, he does on page one fifty nine. Oh, yeah, and then it's like, um, yeah, he asks her out, and then she's just like, like this is when he's trying to let she's trying to be like, are you blind? Like Jessica likes you, like, mm-hmm. and but I'm her she friend. tells him very sad, like she's like kind of angry. She's like, are you like stupid? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then fucking Mike, the way he describes Jessica, is such a typical... Douche. Oh, douche. Like, she's cute, though, I guess. Decent body, bigger boobs than Bella. And I'm like, the fuck? I know. Ugh, Mike, jeez. Um. And then, um... The day so goes he was on. watching. He was like watching from the forest, like the school day, because he wasn't at school. Oh, yeah, so this is where he, had, where she had planned to go out, um, with the other girls. Um, I guess to go. Is this where they end up going? Um, the next day they end up going to Port Angeles. Port Angeles, yeah, it is. Yeah, um, they had just made plans. So the girls make plans to go out in this, in this, um, in this thing. In this chapter, and then this is when Bella ends up like taking a blanket out into the yard because of sunning. She was reading a book and she fell asleep. And then, uh, <laughs> geez, Bella, she would just fall asleep on the grass. And he even remembered the the title page that she fell asleep on. Um, and then oh, and then she starts talking again, and then she says Edmund. As though, and then it's like, you know, from the... (laughs) From the book. Yeah. (laughs) And then... Edmund, I thought, again, of where she just put me, just that Edmund Bertram had been named for the first time. And then he was... I don't know if he was that mad, but he was just like, what the... (laughs) Oh, and this was when, um... Because Peter and Charlotte are still, I think, at the house, and it's like... He finds out, you know, they plan to go to Port Angeles, and then it's like he remembered Jasper had not warned Peter and Charlotte that Port Angeles is not off of, like, like to stay clear. So, like, they could go freely to Port Angeles and hunt, and that's what made him go, go and follow yeah. her. 
Yeah, so in this one, in this chapter, he basically just, um, he's kind of like watching Bella from a distance because it is sunny out. So, um. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, and this, and this is where we find out that he really likes her blue blouse. Yes, the infamous blue blouse, which, okay, because, uh, I'll talk about it, well, I'll talk about it now, but, because in Twilight, we get that whole, like, utterly indecent thing. <laughs> But it was, it's less of the, it's less about the khaki skirt and more about the, I don't. which makes it more like a little bit better in my eyes because <laughs> this blouse does have like a low back. <laughs> and I've been waiting years to find out, wondering what he felt about the khaki skirt. But it wasn't even the, was khaki the khaki skirt. It was skirt. the blouse. Um, which I guess oh. makes it a little better, right? Because if he was, like, getting hot and bothered about this stupid khaki skirt, I would have been like, Edward, come on, dude. Um, so he's watching from a distance. Um, and then they end up going, I think at the end of this, they end up going, they're, like, driving to Port Angeles, right? Yeah. Um, oh, and then, oh, he does see Peter and Charlotte. And, um... He does acknowledge them, and they're kind of confused in why he's acting like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end, right before we get to uh, chapter nine, um, he, yeah, so he does go back home, and then right before he leaves, <laughs> Emmett's like, calls him a madman, and Rosalie calls him an idiot, and Esme's just like, poor boy. I know, but then it's like, Emmett, so Alice is like, have fun. Let me know when I can talk to Bella. And then Emmett's like, you're pathetic. I can't believe you missed the game last night just to watch somebody sleep. Like, typical Emmett. <laughs> oh, oh, and this goodness. is where, ja oh, and then Jasper is about to, like, you know, say their goodbyes to Peter and Charlotte. And then that's when Jasper is all like, if you see Maria again, tell her I wish her well. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was not expecting to get Maria content. Yeah, no. And but then they tell us here a little bit that Jasper had always been Maria's favorite. She considered it in a minor detail that she had once planned to tilt him. And then that's when Peter was like, "Oh, I don't think we'll cross paths with her soon." And he was like, "But if it does happen, you know, I'll tell her. You wish her well." Yeah, because I think didn't it mention? Yeah, it was mentioned. I think in Twilight that. There had been times where Maria did try to see Jasper out. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and then and Alice kind of reassures him that Peter and Charlie aren't even going to go anywhere um, near. But he was like, you know what? I'm not even going to think about that. Like, I'm just going to pretend you did not say that. And I'm going to Port Angeles. <laughs> mm -hmm. So then he gets to Port Angeles, chapter 9. And... Um, it was still too bright, so he couldn't even, like, leave his car. He was just kind of, like, cruising around or parked somewhere. Um. This was also a long chapter, almost 30 pages. Yeah. And, um, then they're, they're dress shopping and all that. And, um, I don't know what he does, but there's a part of time where, um, oh, I think he was just waiting for, like, it to get darker, for it to get more shadowy. Um. And at some point, he would, like, just routinely check back in with Jessica. And, um, at some point, uh, oh, so this is where he says, like, I don't mind. One of them thought, I don't mind going back to the store. Do you think Bella will be looking for us? And he was like, what do they mean? Will Bella be looking for us? Like, Bella is with them. But then and that's when he finds, oh, and then Jessica, uh, so annoying. She goes, oh, who cares about Bella? Like, in her thoughts. Oh my goodness, like, yeah. how mean That pissed her. me, that pissed me off. It's like, you are in the middle, it's getting dark, and you, your friend who just moved here doesn't know the area, like, they were yeah. not friends. Like, Jessica, Jessica was just a selfish bitch. Yeah, so that, uh, we, and then Edward's like, are you kidding me? Because he wasn't, I guess he wasn't really, like, paying that much attention, and Bella wandered off. And then I think at, he ended up getting down... Or he started driving around, and um, he drove to the bookstore, and 
he was like I think he had was like trying to get her scent. Yeah, and he was follow yeah, he was following her scent. And then that's when he hears the guys. Yes. So um he was just like driving around, like waiting and then um trying to um go through the minds of like people like around the streets, I guess, and see if any of them had seen Bella. And then uh and then it was so funny, I love this part where he was like that he he was just going through the thoughts that he had or that he was hearing and someone was like, I think the baby has another ear infection. Wait, is it 604 or 640 or 604? Late again, I ought to tell him. And aha, uh-huh, here she comes. And then he was like, there at last was her face. Someone had noticed her. And he figured out what exactly was happening. And he um, I, I, he was still in his car this whole time, right? And... um. But then these men started having these disgusting thoughts about yeah. her and saying, uh, look at her shaking. Don't be like that, sugar. Um, which is, ugh, gross. Disgusting. Disgusting. Um, and then there, one of the guys was like, did not want to... I think it said somewhere here. I don't know if maybe it was like in Twilight or I'm just like mixing them. But one of the guys was like, oh, maybe this... Oh, like, knew this was a bad idea. Like, she's not alone. Yeah. But these guys, I mean, at least one of the the main guy or whatever was, like, really disgusting. Like. Yeah, Lanny. Yeah. He was, like, brave this one. Maybe better, I guess. More fight in her. Like, ugh, disgusting. And it, oh, he heard it said his phone, his phone rang. So it was probably Alice. <laughs> like, Alice probably had a vision and was like, uh, let me call Edward because, hey. So yeah. finally he gets to Bella. She gets in. Um, they're all some of the guys are like, I think I'm gonna throw up, should I run? Which very I mean, like, they should be I mean, Edward would literally hunt these kinds of guys. Yeah, like these were his targets. So I think I kind of like to think that maybe he was about to get like that adrenaline rush where because, you know, it's like he was getting flashbacks of what he used to do. And mm-hmm. it's like, ooh, you know, maybe just a few more wouldn't hurt. Yeah. Well, see, and then th- then they drive off and he starts thinking about that. He starts replaying it. And um, I think um, he, because he already had all their their minds in his brain. Um Then, yeah, they're just driving away. He says, distract me. And then she just starts talking nonsense to distract him. They end up getting to... um, Did did he not send someone after her? Oh, didn't he send Carlisle to go, like, um, get these guys? He He wanted Carlisle's help. So, like, okay... He knew he could not, he, it was, he was going through, like, a contemplation where it was, like, he just could not stand. Like, he was having this urge. He's, like, the, they, they don't deserve to live. This isn't the first time they've done this. Mm-hmm. And he, but it's, like, he couldn't bring himself because he kind of didn't want his blood, the, the blood on his hands now that he was devoted to Bella. Like, thinking about, what would she think of me if I did this? And then it's, like, Carlisle, I think what Carlisle did was... I think they alluded that Carlisle, like, found him at, like, a bar and, like, spiked his drink or, and, like, did something and then, um, took him to the, like, threw him at the police station with evidence of what he had done to other people. So he was in jail. Even though, to be honest, I was kind of hoping Carlisle would (laughs) (laughs) just... Right? Um... So this whole time, for most of the most of the rest, they're just talking. Oh, they end up getting back to the the restaurant, and uh, Jessica is pissed. She's like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, um, and then we get the diner scene. Jessica was like, "Holy crap, he's hot in her head, gross." Oh, and then he asked, like, "Oh, do you mind if I drive Bella home tonight?" And Bella. I already know that Jessica was just pissed off. And, oh, Bella winked at them. Bella was like, like, hey. Like, oh, yeah. 
And Angela such a Angela like was like okay like I get the I get it, and then um, but Jessica was probably like breathing. She was probably pissed. Yeah. So they have this whole um, this whole diner scene that we know and love. Um, we get the we get more thoughts of the of the waitress who's like just thinks that he's so hot. Um. And then yeah, so then they just they're talking in the in at this dinner, um, and when they leave, oh he gives her he gives her his jacket. Oh yeah, cause it was cold. I love that. Let's see, and then oh, and then it's like um oh because because he let her ask questions in the restaurant when they get in the car to leave or when he drops her off and everything it's like now it's your turn like Mm -hmm. saying like you gotta answer my questions yes and so then oh this was also where he did the whole like i can read your mind thing right like yeah and he and he kind of admits that um what he is because he says i follow your scent so it's like this is where he reveals to her what he is, and it's like she's not scared. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then we get a little uh, Persephone and Hades uh, reference here. So she was like, suddenly, as she ate, a strange comparison entered my head for just a second. I saw Persephone, pomegranate in hand, dooming herself to the underworld. Is that who I was? Hades himself, coveting springtime, stealing it, condemning it to endless night. I tried unsuccessfully to shake the impression. So he was just. Another Edward brooding moment, of course. Yes. So oh. th- then he tells her that he can't read her mind, and she was like, "Oh, is something wrong with me?" And she was like, "He was like, no, like you're crazy." And then he says, "Like, oh, that her lips and her skin they look so soft," and he wanted to see if they were as velvety as they appeared. Um. So then, when they get into the car. Um, and they're on their way back home because this is a pretty long, um, long scene. He kind of admits to her, like, I followed you to Port Angeles and she's like, she was pretty happy about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Is this still chapter nine? Yeah. 190. Okay, I'm yeah. on 190 right now. Okay. Cause yeah. Cause I think they also like say it in chapter 10. So I was kind of confused. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm on, I'm on 190. Okay. Yeah, because the, the this diner scene is just like super long, so yeah. um, yeah, he's kind of just admitting that uh that he was you know listening to Jessica's thoughts and um but not carefully, and then that's how he ended up finding her because of the other thoughts of the guys. Yeah, and then he read their thoughts, and they were disgusting, and he wanted to kill them. Yeah, and then he gets his, and then again, he, towards the end, he starts getting this whole, like, um, I should kill them. (laughs) Um, uh, how he wanted to kill the guys again. And, um, then they end up leaving, right? And then the waitress came back with the check, and they peaced out. Yeah, and then it's... And then um, he says, now it's your turn, and then now we get to chapter 10. Um... So, she says, is this the part where she tells him that she knows what he is? Um, so that's, yeah. So, it's kind of like, she's like, can I ask just one more? And then it's like, um, he say, he, she's like, how did, he's, I think, what was it? He said, she's like, you knew I hadn't gone to the bookstore. How did you know that? And he's like, followed your scent, all that. And then, um... It's the, he talks more about the mind reading. And then it was, um, oh, and then she was freaking scared because of how he was driving because he was driving so fast. (laughs) And, and it's all like, she's like, Charlie's a cop. I was raised to abide traffic laws. And, um, he complains about going slow. (laughs) Yeah. And And then this is when she tells him about, 
the beach and how yeah. she kind of has figured it out because of Jacob. And he kind of like gets a little he go he like he freezes, he goes blank, and then it's like I should have realized that it was not the old men who believed in the legends that would be the danger. Of course, the younger generation, those who had been warned but would think the ancient superstitions laughable, that was the danger of the exposure. So he had always thought that the elders would say something. He never thought the younger generation would not believe them. And then she was like, then I think he was just waiting for it. And he was like about vampires. And he was like, oh, no. Um... She was like, and that's when he she admitted that Jacob mentioned the family, um. And then does he admit it? Does he admit it to her that, or she just kind yeah. of, I mean, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, it says, oh, because then he's like, "What did you do then?" And after the whole like after with the Jacob, and she's like, "I did some research," and he's like, "And that convinced you," <laughs> and so. Um, oh yeah, and then we get to the part of you don't care if I'm a monster if I'm not human, and that's he yeah so yeah he kind of um he he kind of admits to it on page two hundred is when she's like about vampires and he's like oh and you thought of me yeah and I guess because that's kind of like what made her was like yeah that's like it's true so yeah and she did oh and then she's asked how old are you 17 how long have you been 17 a while yeah and then all of the myths um it's like burning sun myth sleeping in coffins myth yeah can't sleep can't eat it's much more like toned down than the the other scene because in the well in the movie they like end up um they they combine the meadow and her telling him that they're gonna like that he's a vampire. So it's very yeah. toned down compared to what we see in the in the movie. It's very like muted or kind of more casual than like the whole like as if you could outrun me <laughs> like all that intense and then throwing her over his shoulder and all that craziness. Oh my god, that was so funny, I swear. Oh, and then they and talk it- about the the diet and he was like told her that they're vegetarians and yeah so like these next yeah these next couple pages are basically like what we see in twilight with the conversations he does go in his thoughts a bit kind of like just up like amazed that she's not afraid and she actually is kind of like like brushes it off yeah um and then he feels bad that he made her cry and um he had like he drops her off and all that and kind of goes from there and then he does he is this um what page does he drop her off um oh, I think 212 like two, yeah like 210 to 212 is when um yeah he dropped he, like, her off so yeah. they had a pretty casual conversation about him being a vampire it wasn't like <laughs> super intense <laughs> and then um is this when he ends up, uh, yeah, this is when he ends up going home, and, um. Oh, yeah, and this is when he goes to Carlisle. Yeah, he goes to Carlisle, and he tells Carlisle, like, hey, like, these men, they've done it before, um, and he, then he shows Carlisle where to find him. And he took, and he, he grabbed his black bag on the way, um. And because Carlisle was like, I'll do it very, like, kind of, like, stealthy. And Edward was like, I want to crack his skull open. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, geez. Um, um, And then he's also, he says, he gives us some of Carlisle's thoughts here about how he didn't know that Bella would be so good for him. Um, and just talks about how Ed- Carlisle thinks that Edward deserves happiness. Um, and he tells him, like, go back to Bella. So he I, oh, does that. Dr. Daddy, he, like. He goes back to Bella. Um, <laughs> and then he kind of changes his, um, his tone a little bit. And he was like, what, um, he says, what, someone like Bella ought to have a protector, guardian angel. She deserved that. 
um, what guardian angel would have allowed Bella to come here to cross my path as she was in such a fashion that there was no way I could possibly look overlook her. So he's still kind of like in, in this thing where um, he's like a, a little upset that she was still like <laughs> there, but like more that that he was like falling so intensely in love with her. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, and then he, he was like, well, if there was no guardian angel, that he would make up for that and be her guardian vampire. <laughs> and then she says his name again, and he's all like, she I sighed and smiled. Yes! And it, oh, I shoved tra tragedy aside for the moment and let myself be happy again. So that is <sighs> chapters 1 to 10. And just like a little, um, this, this is going to be pretty long, but I'm going to cut it down a bit. Um, yeah. But just to conclude a little bit, um, I think these first 10 chapters is just... Edward trying to navigate what exactly he's going like he's going to do and that's what a lot of this like a lot of those extra long chapters are is him like yeah. contemplating if he's a good yeah. person if he's a monster or whatever yeah he's definitely it's definitely just because and like he's definitely the one who is most deep in his thoughts and I think like it's always it's like everybody has known that Edward overthinks, mm -hmm. and I think it's also like, you know, he was young when he was turned in a different time, and I wouldn't say he has had the best with coping with what he has, but he has managed because I think I think him and Rosalie are like similar in the sense mm -hmm. where they both really kind of despise what they are. Yeah. And we see that a lot, especially with how hesitant um, Edward is to even think about having Bella become like oh, one of them. Yeah. Whereas we see with Emmett, and like Emmett's more carefree. He doesn't really care. He kind of enjoys it. Alice can't even remember her human life, so she doesn't know what she's missed. Yeah. But And then Carlisle, he's been there for so long. It's like he's learned to accept it. Esme probably still feels a little bit of hurt because it's all like, you know, she kind of maybe misses her human life, but she has so much love for her family that she can bear it. Yeah. I think, um, for sure. These, um, these first 10 chapters to me are pretty much like a setup for the rest of it. And it's a long yeah. setup because, yeah. uh, I think at this point, at the, at the end of chapter 10, we kind of already know where his brain is at. At the yeah. end of chapter 10, he makes up his mind about what he's going to do. And so his mind at right now is like, he's not going to change Bella. He's going to, you know, protect her. And and he are, he's already in love with her. He already loves her. So, um, so it's basically setting up for the rest of the chapters, chapters... 11 through 20 is what we're going to talk about in the next part so part two of this um of, of episode eight this is a three-part episode remember yeah. um but yeah and he broods a lot in this in these chapters but then in the next like 10 chapters he's kind of a little bit more happy and he's not as brooding he's more like yeah. um they they just figure out their relationship more more yeah. love yeah and it's like he feels these human emotions when he's with her so it's like i think that's what made him really like fall for her is she makes him feel human mm -hmm. and like dang god gosh this the first 10 <laughs> chapters are intense they're really intense they um are. so we got through the first 10 um and wow geez so much to go over be with them they're 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 just the most intense things uh probably and i understand i think maybe those were the the chapters that i feel like maybe uh, those in the last couple were the ones that really hit stephanie maybe a little bit more because those were the like those were oh, the yeah. ones that just over emotional and like yeah depressing they were they were intense pretty intense Jeez. okay well 
<laughs> well, guys, we're going to take a little a break. break from filming. <laughs> and um, we're going to film later today for our next, uh, our part two of episode eight. Um, remember to check out all of our social medias. Um, we have at the but on Instagram is at the bite podcast rr. I think on TikTok too is at the bite yeah. podcast rr. Um, we you can find all of our updates basically on Instagram. Um, make sure you check us out on YouTube at um, I think our handle is the bite podcast with Raven and Ree, um, where you can watch our live recordings of this and. Um, and just see us talk. And if you don't want to see us, then you can go listen on Spotify. One moment, Mom. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yes. But with that being said, this is the end of part one of episode eight of our analysis on Midnight yes. Sun. Yes. And if you're watching this on YouTube, let us know in the comments down below, like, some of your thoughts. Like, do you agree with some of the things we said? Do you disagree? Like, let us know your thoughts. Yes. Okay, well, that is it for this one. Right. We'll see you guys later. We hope you enjoyed. Thanks, guys.